Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to KFI AM 640, the Bill Handel Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. And now, Handle on the News. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Bill Handel. Good morning. Bill Handel here and uh, morning crew. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, okay, so uh, let's start with, uh, well, you know how I usually start. Uh, well, first of all, let me say good morning. Uh, let's start with that. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Handel. Okay, T-shirt saying... Could be a train station kind of day. If you know, you know. I don't even know what that means. In Yellowstone, there is a reference, I won't give it away, to being taken to the train station. And all I'm saying is, it could be a train station kind of day. Sort of a concentration camp uh, reference. Uh, is where mm, I no, go. no. That's pretty rough. It's it's deadly. Yeah, Let's that's, just say that. Oh, yeah. That's and exact- don't I look deadly in my shirt? Yeah, well, that's exactly the point. Right. Okay, fair enough. I'm going in a very dark place. So, Apparently. Uh, Woo. Yeah. Uh, Wayne, good morning. <laughs> Bill, good morning. <laughs> uh, I think your uh, uh, mute is not on. Or uh, you're not uh, on mute. All right. Uh, good morning, Ann. Are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Okay. Ann's in the other room uh, because you know, for those people that don't know, uh, it's um, because our temporary studios. Quote: I'm by myself usually, and so everybody else is in different rooms uh, out there, and uh, so we're all on monitors looking at each other. Uh, it's that's just the way uh, modern radio works, especially if you're in a temporary studio. Uh, fair enough. All right. Uh, Michelle's summoning running around someplace and there's Tyler. Good morning. Hey, Bill. Good morning. All right. Uh, so no, usually I come in here, as you know, and I give you some kind of a story. I tell you some story about driving in or having done something yesterday or some way to open the show. I got nothing. Did you get any drizzle this morning? Uh, no. Nothing? No, nothing. I got nothing. All right. So let's just do it, guys. All right. <laughs> Uh, which never happens, but uh, I usually like to babble. No babbling today. Let's do it. Handle on the news. Jennifer, Wayne, and me. Lead story. Michael Moore, the police chief of uh, the City of the Angels, um, said, uh, remember those uh, photos that were released, the information was released on the Internet, and bounties were uh, out there uh, on the cops, and it was mainly the undercover cops that were really upset. Moore said, nah, no problem. Uh, the undercover cops have, uh, cops have not been affected. It's no big deal and uh, tell that to the cops who moved and have received threats. I'm trying to get hold of Steve uh, Gregory. I know this just came up that this morning. So I don't know if we're going to get Steve or not this morning. But Steve has been looking at this. And uh, he knows this topic. Knows cops. Has talked to them. And so uh, some of his best friends. Uh, he's gone on so many ride-alongs with police officers. I was once uh, invited for a ride-along uh, 
with uh, the LAPD. And uh, I didn't go. I was asked, uh, do I actually get to shoot and kill someone? And they said, no, you don't. All you can do is ride along. Then why would I ride along if I can't shoot someone? Give me a break. So I declined. I said, no, thank you. I got to go on a ride along with Glendora PD. And we pulled over this car that had a couple of guys who had drugs in the car. Well, what was really awkward was the two guys with the drugs in the car got put in the back of the car with me sitting in the passenger seat of the car. What are you supposed to Are you supposed to chat with them? Did you? So they got in the car handcuffed. Yeah. And they said, hello. I was like, hello. Awkward. Super. What am I supposed to say? How's your day going? You all right? How do you make small talk hey, with two guys that just got arrested? By the way, those are, uh, at, to your point, those are, that's a real stop. I mean, you're yeah. sitting there and I asked uh, the guy who invited me. What happens if you're called and you, for example, get into a shootout? And he said, duck. That's what they told me. They told me, get down. Seriously, that's what they told me. I was like, but they, oh, all right. But they won't let you shoot anybody, so what a waste of time. There's a guy who says he's a king. And that's why he apparently wrote on the Islamic Center of Southern California. This is the guy that cops finally arrested who defaced that mosque in Koreatown with the anti-Islamic hate words. He's 43 years old, and he told them that he was a king. All right, so there's his defense. Oh, he has mental health issues. Yeah, that's, there's his defense. And then you or wonder, he's a king. Uh, yeah, well, that's his claim. So he'll go, uh, I'm sure that the judge will haul him off for a, a psych evaluation and uh, Wayne, those are not that easy to pass. Or the presumption is that you're faking it, isn't it? As you oh, go you're, and, if, you're, if you're trying to get actual to the point of an insanity defense, or or just uh, it, not even a defense, just unable to uh, get on with your trial pending uh, a oh, trial. So yeah, basically incompetency at the moment. Yes, yeah. it's a high bar, and uh, the really? people who do those evaluations are very, very good at identifying malingerers. Ah, okay. Uh, body cam footage from the Louisville Bank shooting has been released because there's no reason not to. And this is one. Of, and you talked about this yesterday. It's not. It doesn't apply here technically, but you talked about how some police agencies hire uh, consultants to help them present the footage in the best possible light. And my point just with them is I have no evidence they're, they need even to do anything because this is all upside for the police in this particular yeah. instance. Nobody's saying the police did anything wrong. Nobody's complaining they didn't show up soon enough. Nobody's saying there was anything racial or otherwise improperly motivated in anything that happened. So they have nothing really to even consider in being completely right. transparent about their role in stopping it. Because if you, and if you look at the, uh, the video, the body cam video, I mean, these guys did exactly what they should have done. They're being described as heroes. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they are, cause this is what the police should do and has to do. Uh, but it's heartbreaking that one had just graduated the Academy. He was shot in the head and not because of any inappropriate behavior or him being a novice or any of that, none of that. And the other cop had killed the shooter. The shooter was in the lobby and just opened fire, uh, smashing through the glass. And the new cop, uh, the novice, unfortunately, was hit in the head. Don't know what his condition is. 
And uh, these, he's critical but stable. Yeah, as well, of I don't this know. Morning. I don't know what that means when you're shot in the head. And that then, means it's super serious. However, they are. It's all optimistic. Yeah, it's not traumatic uh, vegetative state brain damage kind of thing. So anyway, they're uh, the and of course we we now know five people were killed and a 25 year old shooter was killed. And this shows police doing exactly what they should do, and that is rush the shooter. And uh, hey, that's uh, that's the fear, or that's not the fear. That's simply part of the job of being a cop, and uh, it's a tough job. It really is. The DA Alvin Bragg is suing <laughs> Jim Jordan as though you couldn't get a little more historical when it comes to a former president being indicted in a case. Now you have the New York prosecutor accusing a member of Congress of having an unconstitutional attempt to undermine his investigation. So he's going after Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan was on, uh, I think it was Fox News last night, basically saying, um, I don't really know what's in the case against me, what he's accusing me of, that kind of thing. He was, he was very vague about it. But these two have been going back and forth for weeks. And in fact, one of the things that Alvin Bragg was telling Jim Jordan that he needs to do is look at his own state that he represents and look at the crime that is there and things like that. In other words, why don't you take care of your own house before you start pointing fingers in other cases? On the other hand, what this shows is that Republicans who support former President Trump, man, they've got his back during this. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's going to be an interesting legal battle. Uh, and Wayne, you can jump in on this. First of all, Bragg is absolutely right that the uh, Congress has absolutely no business, no right uh, to get involved in how uh, the DA works, except uh, saying, did you spend federal money on this investigation? Their Congress can jump in. And then the court may very well limit uh, there may be a, there very well may be a turnover of documentation. The court will order it, but only as to where federal money was spent. And that's it. The rest of it, it's off limits. None of your business. It's a private event, private relative to not Congress's business. It's a DA. It's a state DA. And that that's the real There's no issue, jurisdiction. Right? Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a state issue. That's exactly it. It all has to do with a subpoena for a guy who used to work in Alvin Bragg's office Correct. who left and who wrote a book. And that book was critical of Bragg. So Jim Jordan sees in this guy, Mark Pomerantz, he sees somebody he could bring in and publicly trash Alvin Bragg by having this witness say, I don't like this. And he said that, and he judged that. And this lawsuit is primarily for the purpose of getting rid of the subpoena and uh, and preventing Jim Jordan from enforcing the subpoena or issuing any more subpoenas. Now, this doesn't stop the guy from going forward and testifying. He can voluntarily do it, although Bragg Pomerantz, would try, Yeah, but saying. Bragg would probably try to stop that he also. Is he is trying yeah. also, this is the other thing, because it, the thing that's not getting into the headlines is he's also suing Mark Pomerantz. Because he wants an injunction against Pomerantz him. to do anything to or test say anything. Well, again, I think uh, that I don't know because uh, there the issue is, uh, can you voluntarily uh, testify if you want? And then you can argue all kinds of First Amendment stuff. I can talk to whoever I want. So, uh, And uh, Bragg, well, Jordan has yet to subpoena Bragg, has yet to subpoena actual documents 
from within the DA's office. It is completely political. 100. Of course it is on both sides. Which is why Bragg might win. And here's why. And this came up uh, during, I think, some of the January 6th stuff that was going on. Isn't that shoes on the other foot now? You have it. You have somebody in Congress wanting to subpoena people and the other side saying this really is none of your business, because, again, they'll wear the same suit just to different occasions. These parties, there has Bragg's to be dude is, uh, is they have to take out the suit for Bragg. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Is that yeah, he Bragg is 300 pounds, yes. gentlemen, but that's <laughs> irrelevant. So the thing is, though, there has to be some legitimate connection to helping the committee explore possible legislative actions. We can make almost anybody come before us if it's to help us decide what kinds of laws to write or to rescind. And what Bragg is saying is there's zero possibility that this could help anybody in Congress do anything yeah, I, I agree. with any legislation. I agree with Bragg because then what you do is you have Congress, as you said, can investigate anybody under any circumstances. And there are no jurisdictional limitations between uh, what Congress and the Judiciary Congress and uh, police chiefs, uh, for example, of uh, local police forces, school boards. Congress has complete uh, complete ability. And it's just not true. Uh, first of all, we have a 10th Amendment. That's for starters. Uh, second of all, uh, at some point. Uh, Congress has to deal only with congressional matters, national matters, which is why we go back to federal money being spent. There, Jordan has the ability, I think, to investigate. But that's it. By the way, the money that actually was spent was minuscule. And uh, Pomerantz can say we got almost no money. Thank you. Conversation over. It's been a pleasure. Uh, do you guys cater lunch here? Uh, that's it. Wow. You really... <laughs> Broke that one down from a guy from a guy who takes expired junk food. Yeah, out of out of the green room. That's uh, true. Um, hey, this is big news today. In fact, you're going to get into this in great detail at seven o'clock. The, uh, the there are some new proposed standards for greenhouse emissions from cars, and if adopted, the EPA is projecting that this will lead to. 67% of new light-duty passenger cars being electric by 2032 and almost half of medium-duty yeah. vehicles being electric because if you – you can't really legislate directly. You must sell this percentage of electric cars. So you tighten up the emissions so much that they – the automakers basically have no choice but right. to go electric to comply. I'm going to do more of this at 7 o'clock. I'm going to expand on that at 7. All right. So the Biden administration yesterday came up with this environmental analysis that looks at how the different Western states want to use the water from the Colorado River. So you've got California and some tribes on one side that say, obviously, they want to protect their rights to the river's water. On the other side, you have Nevada, Arizona, Utah, Wyoming, and New Mexico who say, hey, you need to come up with a plan that is more fair yeah. so that everybody gets this water. Now, another, I guess, would divide the water rights based on the rights priorities right, of each whole, state. Uh, and well, I'm going to do more about this at 8 o'clock. Uh, how California sort of rules the roost right now. 
And uh, right now, and I think that's yeah. the key. And we're going to talk right now. I'm, I'm going to talk. I'm going to break it down at eight o'clock, and uh, you'll, I think, get a better understanding. Well, you know what? You can't win for winning in California when it comes to the water situation. Here's what I mean. Remember, we were all ecstatic about the amazing snowpack. Some areas uh, as much as 250% of normal for the date. That's where we get our water throughout the year. Boy, is this fantastic. Except guess what? Because of the warming trends, a lot of this snow is melting more quickly than it normally would. And so guess what? Danger of flooding. Well, that makes sense. We talked about that uh, because the snow melts, which is why they call it the snow melt. Oh. Uh, see, there you go. Analysis. Uh, but it yeah. melts too fast now. Yes. <laughs> so more so more snowpack is good until it's bad. Right. So it's, you know, moderation. <laughs> snowpack is, that is the uh, coffee and eggs uh, of, I yes. guess, weather conditions, yes. right? They're bad. They're good. They give you right. cancer. They help they prevent, help prevent well, moderation. Snowpack helps with the drought. It ruins your house from flooding it. Moderation is everything, as they say. Yes. Uh, and I don't believe in moderation one iota. Let's, I think Newsom's working on a law that uh, would require the snow to melt at a specified rate. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised uh, to uh, actually to uh, melt at a more liberal uh, rate. So I've been watching this video of former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, who says he got just fed up with all the potholes that were showing up in his neighborhood in Brentwood and decided to take care of them himself. So there he is out on the street with a buddy of his, shovels in hand, and they are filling potholes. And you see this neighbor drive by and say, thank you. And he yells, you're welcome. And the two of them are doing their thing. And I love how he says that sometimes, you know, he didn't want to complain about it. He just wanted to go out and take care of it himself. Well, when the former governor, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is one of the biggest actors ever, goes out and does something like that, that's a way to not have to complain about it and still get stuff taken care of. Now, uh, not that this isn't a great story, but uh, let me throw some uh, water on this fire. Uh, why not? Just to ruin the story. Okay. Uh, the story talks about uh, how uh, he used packaged concrete. That is not packaged concrete. That is asphalt. And asphalt, uh, when you fill this up, if you don't have one of those stamping huge steamroller things, does nothing. Okay, just to let you know, uh, this uh, th this is going to be, someone can take a watering can to this and the asphalt's gone. Well, he, honestly, I have to say, I'm watching the video. It is quickrete. It is some sort of blacktop quickrete that he used. So when they say it's packaged concrete, technically they are correct. Really? Yes. I, I didn't know you could get, uh, it, it, it yeah. looks like asphalt to me. All right, it's, anyway. Yeah, you can buy like a, it's right. sort of a blacktop surfacing that okay. is specifically then for potholes. Then why they use that for potholes all over the place as opposed to just they asphalt? Could. They okay. absolutely they could. All right. I think they do. Now, let's move on. The city of Inglewood <laughs> has voted to displace 41 businesses to make room for a, a people mover that'll go from the Metro K line to the kind of the sports entertainment center of the area where you have SoFi and you have Kia and you have that thing they're building for the Clippers. I think that's already sponsored, right? The Intuit Dome. Probably. Yes. Yeah. So um, they say they're going to help these businesses with relocation. They have uh, they've estimated they'll need twelve million dollars to help these businesses move into new locations. But 
number one, they only have half of the funding necessary for the whole project so mm. far. So, so it may never happen anyway. But number two, a lot of the businesses are skeptical that it's going to go right. well for them. Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, they're starting uh, the People Moving Project with moving 305 people and their businesses. Let's talk about business movers, too. Uh, and I think uh, if uh, you know, the relocation plan, are they gra uh, grabbing this by eminent domain? Has that actually gone through yet? The lawsuit for eminent domain? I don't know if it has or not. They, they, they Apparently, they have not yet made offers. This is in the very preliminary stages. They haven't even made offers for the properties yet. And one of the rules is only businesses that are in a location at the time an offer is made for it will be eligible for this help. I think they're announcing this early and voting on it early to see how many businesses they can get to move right. voluntarily. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who, who's going to move voluntarily and not sit back and wait uh, for the you, prices to go believe, up, up, up? Yeah, although your land, that maybe it's more valuable if you wait longer and That's they true. really need you to agree. That's the whole point, you know? Remember that bill that would have required school staff to out a transgender student within 72 hours? That basically has been killed. It was a bill by an assemblyman out of Riverside, and they have announced that they're uh, he's holding the bill without a hearing. He says that the students deserve to be loved and supported for who they are, including when they go to school. And uh, so they're not going to put it up for a hearing because it might potentially provide a forum that would increase hateful rhetoric. Yeah, it's not the guy who proposed the bill who's killed it. No, it's, it's, a, it's, sorry, the, chairman, yes, it's right, chairman the chairman of the, of the assembly. Yeah. Because the guy who proposed it is a Republican, and the chairman, obviously, it's California, the chairman of the Education Committee is a Democrat. No way. And he's the guy who said, we're not even going to have a hearing. We're just holding it and forget it. Uh, case in point, I think the takeaway here is this is another education on how powerful chairmen or women uh, of various committees are. If you're the chair of a committee, you absolutely de determine whether it comes to a vote or not. And you can absolutely kill it in committee or move it forward. That's the kind of power a chair has, kind of power a speaker has. Speaker of the Assembly uh, in, uh, the, in the Senate, well, I think the Speaker of the Senate would, it's just the majority leader uh, in California, I think so, too. But the power is extraordinary what they, that they have. Jim Jordan, for example, as head of judiciary uh, in the House, has unbelievable power. Uh, that's, which is why there's such a huge fight between the parties. You control the agenda with your chairs. Way too much power, I think. That, my opinion. Whatever I think of you otherwise, if I think you're right about something, I will acknowledge that you're right about something. And the Trump campaign, I think, is right about this. They're attacking Ron DeSantis, saying that he needs to announce that he's running and resign as governor and stop running around the country, kind of running for president, but hiding behind the fact that he hasn't formally announced so he doesn't have to resign because Florida has a resign to run law. You, If you're running for another office, you have to resign at least 10 days before the official start of your campaign. And he can run around, raise money for his state uh, campaign organization, and he's getting millions of dollars. And he can keep doing this and wait and wait and wait and wait and then announce like at the 11th hour before sure. he would have to step down as governor. 
And uh, if I was running everything, one rule I would have would be campaign funds are stovepiped. Every dollar coming into his state committee now is off limits for a presidential run. Like that's going to happen. Isn't you can it? keep it. You can keep it in case you run for a state office again, but you can't collect a bunch of money through your state right. fund. And what, and what is happening with that money? Uh, I guess at some point it goes to the legislature. It goes to the whales. Uh, I hate the whales. Well, and, it's whatever he it, it, it right now. It's kind of whatever he wants to do with it that could be connected. I think to to campaign. You're right. You're I right. Wouldn't, I would yeah, not because allow it, that. It's a loophole. Uh, he is. Uh, obviously taking advantage and while you would not allow it wayne you would jump in and do exactly what the santis is doing without blinking i i don't have such vain aspirations <laughs> as these guys if i ever got to the point where i was the governor of a major u.s state i would be more than satisfied with the amount of power that i had so it wouldn't come up for me and I just, I can't wait for the personal attacks on Ron DeSantis. That's what's going to make this oh, fun. This part, the name this calling. Yeah. And, oh, it's uh. going to be great. All right. Next week, starting Monday, we have the jury trial where Dominion voting software is suing Fox News, saying that Fox News made those claims about whether it was, uh, that it's software it knew was false and all of that. And so Dominion is suing now, obviously. A judge in Delaware has ruled that Dominion Voting Systems lawyers can't reference the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. And what they were going to say is that because of these claims that were used, saying that the software was wrong and false and that it knew it, that that helped to incite the people that were part of the January 6th attack. And now the judge is saying, nope, you can't use that as yeah, part of your argument. And it makes sense. Because you have to connect it, and it is speculative, it's and, very it's, going, follow the bouncing and ball. it's going to prejudice the jury. It is sure, more well. prejudicial than it is probative. On the other side, I don't think it makes one iota of difference, because that jury is... Uh, who doesn't know about January 6th? Who doesn't know that it's Trump supporters that were involved who doesn't know that Dominion is suing and then Dominion? I think Dominion has an airtight case. Especially since they got a win from the judge in that they will be allowed to call Rupert Murdoch and his son, Lachlan, to testify during the trial. That, so they get to go all the way up to the head of the organization right. where probably if Rupert Murdoch tells the truth, it's going to be right. obvious that they knew it was fake and kept going with it because they didn't want to alienate right. their viewers. So it's uh, it, it makes no difference here. P the connection is already there in people's minds. You can you cannot unconnect it. No, the only real the only real battle would be damn it. How much are the damages? Yeah, that's it. You, They're claiming one point uh, six billion. Yeah, that may be not realistic too. Um. Oh, you know those documents, those um classified documents about our strategy with Ukraine were leaked. And one of the things that has come out is that there are some foreign special operators in country in Ukraine. Not a lot of them by number, but it gives Vladimir Putin uh, kind of something to hang his hat on when he says he's not just fighting Ukraine, he's kind of fighting NATO at the same time. There are uh, about 50 special forces from the UK Latvia has 17, France 15, the U.S. we have 14 over there. The Netherlands have one guy or gal over there, according to these leaked documents. One guy. 
Maybe well, he's, one sport, one troop. Yeah, maybe he's yeah, it, maybe he's a tourist in uh, Amsterdam, and uh, they've mistaken him for uh, a special forces guy. One. I don't think this is a big surprise. No, no. Uh, that there'd be. And then the numbers are modest. It's not like they're really yeah. able to be a huge force in fighting Russia. But I'm sure it's mostly advising and. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Help. I'm going to get through mine really fast here so we can get to Wayne's because I think that's a big deal. Uh, L.A. City Councilman Curran Price announced this week that he's going to introduce a motion that would raise the minimum wage to 25 bucks an hour for tourism workers. And he said it would fix the cur the current loopholes in some policy that keep the workers healthy and housed. So giving them the livable wage kind of thing. Well, uh, they won't be working at the Whole Foods store in San Francisco, their flagship San Francisco store. They have others in the area because they've closed it after just over a year because crime was out of control. <laughs> and they literally they decided it wasn't even safe anymore to have the store open. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons. The other reason they're closing stores is uh, the amount of theft that's going on, the shoplifting well, that's, that's going right. on. And yes. this this is general. I think this refers to general crime. It's both. Yeah. It's, well, the crime affecting the store and the crime yeah. affecting the area around the store as well. Yeah. Market Street. That's I mean, that's that right down downtown. Yeah, right there. Financial right. district. Yep. That's yep. right. Uh Right there. It is uh, the, disgusting. You know, it down doesn't there matter right how now. much security they have. There, no. are, there are always holes in the security. But if you look at the, the trends in the city of San Francisco, all the Safeways that have closed, which are bonds, you know, up there already. Now you've got Whole Foods closing. I mean, it's and it's yeah. all in this same area. CBS shut down. A CBS, bunch of right. The same problem. Right. Think about that level of I kind of sound like the afternoon guys for a second, but. The level of anarchy that yes. you have going on when a business says we can't even have a store here anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. Coming up, uh, something that uh, I think Wayne referred to earlier, the auto industry being completely transformed by the Biden administration. He said it was going to happen. True. It's where he's going. That's where we're going. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You've been listening to The Bill Handel Show. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.